Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 630 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 105 in Edmonton, second hour of Oilers Now, brought to you by Digitex. Wish you and yours all the best during these uncertain times. Digitex.ca, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. Still to come at 135, we'll check in with the host of Inside Sports, Reed Wilkins, coming off a week of vacation of his own. Hear what he's got at, on his show tonight, but also get his thoughts on... It's been a pretty interesting second round of the NHL playoffs. Lots of teams with their backs up against the wall. Tonight, both Tampa and Dallas can advance into the conference finals, which, by the way, means teams from the East entering the Edmonton bubble. So uh, conference finals and finals being held here at Rogers Place. 780-496-0063. That's the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. It's also the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Ashley Fine Floors have been providing winning results for over 35 years. I mentioned Reed, but right now we're going to get to the voice of the Red Deer Rebels, longtime voice of the team. It's Cam Moon. Cam, thanks so much for taking some time this fine Monday. How are you doing, my friend? Doing very well. The one thing I do have quite a bit of right now is time. <laughs> time I have. Uh, time enough to watch what's been going on in trade deadline day in the baseball world. The Blue Jays with a couple huge additions already uh, with uh, Robbie Ray, who they pulled out of Arizona, great left-handed pitcher, and then they picked up Jonathan VR out of the Marlins. Are you following all this stuff? I've been, yeah, I just, I flipped the game on about uh, 10 minutes ago. I came home for lunch and I had to watch an episode of the Flintstones because it was lunch. <laughs> Honestly, I bought a DVD. I bought a, a DVD season of the Flintstones just so I could watch it at lunch. That's, that's the most camping thing I've ever heard. That is fantastic, Cam. You're telling me. <laughs> like sometimes I'll, I, I'm not afraid. I'll crank out like a, like a grilled cheese. And today I went with a bowl of cereal because it's just how I felt. And I watched um, Flintstones. It was the uh, 88 Fingers Louie episode. So you're throwing this back 30 years, 35 years? 
How's that? Yeah, pretty much. Somewhere in there, maybe 40? Yeah. Simpsons, or pardon me, Simpsons was more my era. Flintstones, Yeah, yeah, that would be more in your not. wheelhouse. No, this is shades of going to <laughs> Dickensfield Junior High in the Northeast, coming home for lunch, and uh, making sure that I watch Flintstones at lunch. So <sighs> that that still still works around here. That's how I go, yeah. <laughs> You're too funny, Cam. Well, I'll tell you what, it's been appointment television for me, has been the playoffs, and so certainly over the course of this last week, uh, being in the host chair, I've, I've made it a point to watch pretty well everything that's gone on, and there's really no shortage of headlines around the NHL playoffs right now, uh, from great goaltending to breakout defensemen to, uh, you know, some older leaders sort of resurrecting things in the way of a Jamie Benn or even a Jordan Eberle. What are you noticing from this installment of the NHL playoffs? What are some of the storylines that have your attention? Well, the one that it's really impressed me, and, and I know they had a tough third period yesterday, was the Vancouver Canucks. And I thought they played really well in game two of that series, uh, you know, to get it to 1-1. And, you know, I was like, wow, like maybe they're in this. But last night was tough. They had that lead after 40. Um, and, I'm, you know, I'm getting old. I fell asleep, actually, at the start of the third <laughs> period. And they're, they're up by one. And I woke up and they were down by two. I was like, what just happened? Like, it had to be, I did, so I didn't see the third period. It had to have been horrific, I guess, from a, a Canucks point of view. But I've been impressed with their game uh, and just, just generally the way they've played. That uh, Travis Green, uh, who is a solid former WHLer, went on to a long NHL career. And when he was coaching the, the Portland Winterhawks, you could just see that Travis was going to be really good. At, well, I already was at um, coaching a club. Just has that. Uh, cal- he's a calm guy, calm de- demeanor for sure, but very uh, detail oriented and uh, really loves the game and is a real student of the game. So I've been very impressed with what Travis has done uh, with the Canucks. So I hope they can extend that series and push Vegas. Vegas looks like they're the better team for sure. But I'd love to see Vancouver to make it, you know, interesting. At least get it to a sixth game. Without a doubt, and they, I mean, I'm kind of partial to it, being from Kamloops mm. and having mm. grown up cheering for the team and those colors and all that stuff. But they have an exciting young core, and maybe the most impressive part of it all has been Bo Horvat and the way that he's emerged in these playoffs. And he's he's a guy that does the things that you want your captain to do. He's a, he's a psycho in the faceoff dot. He's unbelievable there. You know, he's he's out there willing to block shots. Um, he's somebody else that he's he's got some fire, but he's he's also such a grounded personality for them. And I think you know, in so many ways, and, and he also embodies the messaging of Travis Green. Uh, so they have a really good combination it seems going on in Vancouver but you're right when you watch the game on the ice and two games in a row it looked like Vegas just was the superior hockey team in terms of what their bottom six was able to produce against Vancouver's right yeah oh absolutely they they are the better team they're going to win that series I just like to see the Canucks get it to a game six because they've they've been really good here in the playoffs and they've uh yeah I'd say they've slightly, you know, done better than I expected. Uh, I thought they could be good. Um, the fact I didn't think they would get by St. Louis, yet they found a way, and and that's a credit to them. And you got to think that you know, moving forward to next season, that they're going to be a real handful. So it's it's huge to get this type of experience and to have some success in the postseason for these guys, especially their younger players. 
And I guess we'll see how that uh, parlays into next year, but they're only getting better. And that's what, as we chat with Cam Moon here, the voice of the Red Deer Rebels, that seems to be what people were very disappointed about as far as the Edmonton circuit goes, is losing out on the opportunity to get some of that valuable playoff experience, which now a division rival, who, by the way, is going to be a division rival for a long time to come based on how that roster is built. We'll see how how those contracts for uh, Hughes and Pedersen sort of reshape things for Vancouver but at least in the next couple of years that's going to be an obstacle for the Oilers to have to overcome and now they're getting the advantage of being in a tough series against a good Vegas team um, let's shift gears let's let's shift out east and I haven't watched a ton of this series but Carter Hart has been stealing much of the attention uh, really all season since he got the call up and he's been somebody of course Cam that you watched play in Everett for a long time um, this obviously his play won't surprise you but it's it's got to be like one of the things that seems to be really effective about Carter is his his mental makeup in the way that he is able to body the pressure of a starting goaltender in the NHL in the second round of the playoffs at such a young age. Well, that and that's the biggest thing. Like there's yeah, there's the uh, you know the physical necessities one has to have to play in the National Hockey League as a goaltender. And you got to be quick, and you got to be strong, and you got to be all these different things. And, and they're all that. All those goaltenders are all that. What separates them is what they have between the ears and how ready they are to deal with that kind of pressure, uh, how ready they are to deal with um, when things go south and how they can battle back from that, and to be able to deal with success, too and to be able to prolong it. And it just seems like Carter Hart has all those attributes, that he has uh, he's got the great mental buildup to be a successful National Hockey League goaltender. And there's been some guys that have come through the WHL that you could just tell, like when they were even like in their first year, where you're like, wow, this guy's probably going to be a pro, and he's probably going to be really good. And Carey Price obviously falls into that category. Cam Ward that we had with uh, with the Red Deer Rebels, the product from Sherwood Park, uh, as is Carter Hart, uh, fell into that category as well, where you just right off the hop, you're like, this guy is ready for this because he can deal with the ups and downs. And in goal, there are ups and downs. There's going to be some good days, there's going to be bad days. And it's uh, your best to you know keep the bad days down to a minimum and try and keep those good days rolling. He seems to have all of those things. So I'm not surprised he's having the success that he's having and, and having it this quick just because he looked so good in our it's so good in our league and so complete in our league. Cam Moon is the voice of the Red Deer Rebels. Uh, Cam, you were a goaltender in your own day, and I'm curious, you just touched on something there that piqued my interest. So when you think about guys, and there's actually quite a few NHL goaltenders right now who uh, have come out of the WHL system, when you think about, you know, an Anton Hudobin and Braden Holtby, both out of uh, Saskatoon, or a Kemper and a, and a James Reimer, a Carey Price, uh, a Carter Hart. What it, when you're watching these guys, just in terms of, like, you know, you sort of mentioned you can tell. What about their game makes it evident to you that these guys are able to handle the next step? Uh, from from the physical, from the technical goaltending side, uh, you need to see uh, a quiet game. They're not flying all over the place. It doesn't look like road hockey for them. That It's very uh, controlled. It's very, very 
quiet. It's a it's a non busy game between the pipes. That that physically tells me that he's probably re- ready to to be a pro. Mentally, which is harder if the player isn't on your team because you don't see all the other stuff behind the scenes. But there are a lot of and you talked about body language earlier in the show. That uh, yeah, that uh, the body language does kind of tell the tale. That when things are going well, that he can just roll with it. And if things are going bad, it, it's not going to be uh, it's not going to be prolonged. And that to me, that's the biggest thing. I mean, to me, that is the big how a person deals with failure, how they deal with some negativity, and how well they can process success. Some people can't process success that well. They, they get it, and then they think it's easy, and then it isn't because you had to work so hard to get there. You have to keep working that hard to maintain it, but, but sometimes you know, people let off the gas. And, and it's a natural human response for sure, but the good ones are able to just power through that. So when you see that, that quietness in their game and you see how strong they are, and, and playoffs is what usually really – uh, exposes it or, or you know, shows what they have uh, between the ears, that um, that's where it really comes to the forefront. But there, there have been guys, the WHL, over you know, recent history, and then if you even go further back, that, um, that have shown it at younger ages. And, and then some, you know, and it's goaltending. I mean, there's no direct route. Like, sometimes you see a guy at 17, and you're like, oh, there's no way this kid will play pro. And then he does, and he turns out to be really good because they matured at a later date, and that happens too. Uh, the phenoms, I mean, they're just good right from the get-go. The Carey Prices, the, the Cam Warts, the, you know, the Carter Hearts, those guys right from the get-go, like right out of the box. When they come to our league, you can tell that they're going to be exceptional. Um, and some guys have to work at it and don't become at that level for, for quite a while. But, yeah, it's, there's been some good ones for sure. Uh, I look forward to, uh, well, the Edmonton Oil Kings have one that I think has every bit of that potential is uh, Sebastian Cosa. Uh, he's shown to me in you know, looking at it from the opposition point of view that um, he's got all the attributes, and, and he's not even draft eligible this year, so he's still got another year to, to get experience. So I, I think he's got a really good chance. Huh. It's it's almost like you're reading off of my uh, my notes here, Cam, because that's exactly what I was about to ask you next. So there's your take on Kosa. How about Mad Sogard out of the uh, Medicine Hat program that was drafted to Ottawa last year in the second round? Big guy that uh, that can play the puck and he, he's strong and and I would say he'll play in the American League this year. I would think he'll get every chance to do that. I don't expect to see him back in the WHL. Uh, and he's got world junior experience, and I thought he was pretty good there too. Uh, he's definitely uh, he's got a shot. Like he's got a, a decent shot. It helps that he's as big as he is. He's like six six or something mm-hmm. like that. So he's going to get he'll get every opportunity because of that size. But um, I, I thought his first year was probably a little better than his second year in in our league. Anyway, um, what he does next year. And, and I'm just guessing would be at the American League level. What he does at the American League level, if, if he's able to continue to improve and make steps, then I think he'll get a look in the NHL sooner than later. But, yeah, he's a, he's a 
a strong goaltender, and he plays the puck well. It does a lot of things well. Pretty big draft capital investment on the part of Ottawa there, yeah. too, so you got to figure that'll factor into him getting a chance. A couple more questions here for Cam Moon out of Red Deer, Red Deer Rebels play-by-play voice, friend of the show. we got a couple WHL defensemen as we shift the focus here. Caden Gooley, Braden Schneider, Gooley out of the uh, Prince Albert Raiders program, older brother Brendan, a Ducks draft pick, and then Braden Schneider, who's another big-bodied rear guard in the Branded Wheat Kings program. Um, what do you know about either of these guys and, and uh, as as far as, you know, names that could be picked in the Oilers range, but maybe just overall as, as prospects, what did you see that you liked about those games or those names in those games? Well, I think both those guys, are, yeah, they're going to be relatively high picks for sure, probably the first two, first two defensemen anyway to go out of the WHL. Uh, I'll start with Gooley, play with the Prince Albert Raiders, and yes, Short Park prospect or short park product uh, really liked him on the power play and, and the Raiders had you know, good power play but he distributes the puck from the top really well he's got a good shot uh, like he's going to get his his points for sure and, and skates well defends well like all those things like he's he's a top end pro, just a top end prospect just as you'd expect and I would think at 18, he'll get a good look for World Juniors and may or may not play at 18. I think at 19, he will for sure. Um, so I think that's a guy that certainly could be a guy that could be an NHL power play guy at some point. Uh, Braden Schneider's a, a guy with a later birthday, so he's played three full seasons in the, in the WHL. And you could tell right from his 16-year-old year that he was, he was going to be uh, very good because he was calm. Uh, he didn't panic with the puck and, and just showed a calmness that was beyond his years. A lot of times you see young defensemen come to our league, the game gets, you know, it's real fast compared to what they've played before. It's also, you know, probably a little more physical. So I find young defensemen tend to panic with it and it becomes a bit of a hot potato back there and you just want to get rid of it and not make a mistake. Uh, but he showed that that poise and that confidence. Um, I saw that with Hayden Fleury, who's now with the Carolina Hurricanes. When he played with the Red Deer Rebels as a 16-year-old, I see that with Braden Schneider. Uh, Schneider, not as much as a power play guy, I would say, as a Caden Gooley, but a strong defender and strong in the corners and, and will play physical. and all. He's, just, he's a, a pretty well-rounded defenseman, but I wouldn't you know, put him as a, a future offensive type guy at the National Hockey League level, but he looks like he'll be one of those guys that is going to play in the NHL and is just going to be a solid, dependable defenseman. We'll wait to hear his name called sometime in mid-October when the NHL draft gets off the ground. We'll wrap up here in the meantime, though, with Cam Moon out of the Red Deer Rebels uh, organization. Cam, you're a CFL guy. Uh, Chris yeah. Cuthbert on these playoff broadcasts. I have really enjoyed him and Louie working together. What say you? It's unbelievable. Like, seriously, I'd listen to those two guys read the phone book. <laughs> like, it's, it's wonderful. I, I, I love that they got, um, that they put Cuthbert out west, like, selfishly, because those are the games I'm, I'm more interested in. Uh, I think it's been amazing. So, yeah, they can, I, I can get a steady diet of that. Um, just just keep it coming and when the CFL comes back I you know I hopefully they're they're able to fill that role because I thought Cuthbert was you know he was obviously their number one guy when it came to to CFL games so 
And I'm sure they'll fill that role with somebody very qualified. But, yeah, this has been absolutely wonderful. Yeah, selfishly as as an aspiring play-by-play broadcaster myself, it's been it's been quite a treat watching that dynamic unfold and the chemistry build between the two of them. Uh, we better wrap up with this, Cam. I mean, as far as you being as directly involved with the WHL as you are, at least on the team level, um, what is the latest that you've heard with respect to the league's restart? Is there anything that you can relay to us there? Not much, other than you know, still shooting for December fourth. Um, but you know, it's it's tough. There are definitely some challenges. There's four different provinces and two states. And right now, what is it in Alberta? The biggest gathering you can have is 100 people. So you know that's not going to cut it. So until the you know governments, and not just Alberta, but the other three, I'm not too worried about Saskatchewan and Manitoba because they have hardly had any cases anyway. But um, certainly Alberta, BC, until that changes. You know, it's going to be, well, it's impossible. So hopefully at some point they do change. And hopefully the back-to-school thing, I'm knocking on wood right now, back-to-school here in Alberta goes well because uh, I'm, I'm hoping that it does because if it doesn't, that's not going to bode well either. So still shooting for December 4th. All right, Cam, appreciate the time today, my friend. We'll have you back on as soon as we can. Thank you. Okay, thanks for having me. That is Cam Moon out of Red Deer. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 125 in Edmonton back with the James H. Brown injury report. Brendan Escott, Cody Jansen today on Oilers Now. There's an old saying in the car business, cars cost less in Wetaskiwin, but outstanding customer service is a key to business as well. Brent Ridge Ford, a nine-time President's Award winner for customer satisfaction. They'll provide you with outstanding service at the time of the purchase and will continue that standard of service after the sale as well. So let Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang at Brent Ridge Ford lend a hand by calling 1-877-477-3673 or go online to Brent ridge.com got a couple games on tap tonight tampa trying to end boston's season and the stars trying to do the same for the avalanche so let's check in on the lineups there as we go to the james h brown injury report brought to you by james h brown injury lawyers when accidents happen go to james h brown.com cody jansen 
Well, if Tampa wants to book their ticket to Edmonton, they're going to have to do it uh, without a couple of key pieces once again. Steven Stamko is still out. No timetable on his return yet. As for Ryan McDonough, he's missed three straight games now. Listed as day-to-day for Boston, both Sean Crowley and Nick Ritchie are both game-time decisions for Game 5 tonight against the Bolts. Chris Wagner also listed on there as day-to-day. And then the late game tonight, if the Stars want to close out their series, they're going to have to do it without Stephen Johns and Ben Bishop once again. For the Avs, their injury list just keeps on growing. It's a tough one for them. They're going to be without Philip Grubauer, obviously, Eric Johnson, Matt Calvert, and Jonas Donskoy, all sidelined for the Avs. Hi, yeah, yeah. You know, I didn't expect Boston to be stuck two games or three games here now. I guess they got to win three in a row. I Tampa's really did. buzzing. Yeah, and I think that it helps when you can go to the well to a Braden Coburn when you're when, when you've got an injury, an important injury on D, right? You lose a lot less when you've got someone like Braden Coburn in there, at least on the defensive side of the puck. And he can jump in and play 20 minutes like nothing. That's a seventh D-man for you. They've done a really good job building the depth around that team, but building their own depth around that team, which you know is something that earns brownie points from this young broadcaster. 129 in Edmonton. After a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, we'll link up with the freshly off vacation Reed Wilkins from Inside Sports. Brendan Escott in today on Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.